This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the September 21st, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters. Four regions of Ukraine occupied by the Russians plan to have referendums on joining Russia. Note, they are occupied by Russia, led by Russia-leaning folks, and I'm not sure the voting will be fair. Putin is calling up some of the reserves to help in the fight in Ukraine, a partial mobilization. Does this mean Putin is going all in on Ukraine, or is that a move to strengthen his hand for negotiations? 80% of the residents of Puerto Rico are without power following Hurricane Fiona. That was as of yesterday. Governor DeSantis is being sued by anonymous illegal immigrants who were transported to Martha's Vineyard. DeSantis says he has consent forms signed by the illegal immigrants. The Federal Reserve is expected to raise rates by another 0.75%. When a government spends money like drunken sailors and exacerbates inflation, the hangover medicine can be painful. After several weeks of military provocations, China now says they are willing to make great efforts towards a peaceful reunification. Oops! The Trump team has been saying that the classified documents he kept had been declassified. Or he and his team kind of said that. I'm sure I echoed that as a possibility. The special master asked the Trump lawyers to specifically say if the documents have been declassified, and if so, when and how. Trump's lawyers are ducking that, so I think the special ma master will assume they are classified. This whole thing is looking more and more like Trump will be indicted. If so, one of the charges should be stupidity. The House Oversight Committee voted not to look into Hunter Biden influence peddling. Department of Homeland Security issued a report to our Border Patrol that Venezuela has released violent criminals from jails and slotted them into migrant caravans heading towards the United States. This is where I don't want to be snookered, but it seems legit. Moving on. Holy shit. This morning, I read several times that Putin said the West was engaging in nuclear blackmail. It took me a bit to find the actual quotes. You would think that would be easy. In a national address, Putin said that, quote, high-positioned representatives of leading NATO states were saying there might be a possibility to use nuclear weapons against Russia, end quote. I'm guessing Putin is lying through his teeth. Always good for local consumption to make it look like others are being unfair to your country. Putin continued, quote, Those that allow such statements shall be reminded that our country also has various weapons of destruction. If there is a threat to the territorial integrity to our country and our people, we will certainly use all the means available to us. I'm not bluffing, end quote. I take this more seriously and am reminded of the Korean War. The North Koreans attacked South Korea and the UN, absent the Soviet Union, entered the military police action on the side of South Korea. It was dicey. Eventually our forces got the upper hand and chased the North Koreans all the way to basically the Yalu River that separates China and North Korea. I believe Truman warned MacArthur from going that far. Anyway, the Chinese felt threatened and joined the fight in a big way. I'm sure they were being supportive earlier. My thinking is Putin is saying, Ukraine, you're doing well. Don't invade Russia. That seems unfair after the horror that Russia unleashed on Ukraine, 
but probably good counsel, particularly since Russia has small tactical nukes that could be used. I am still hopeful that Putin is trying to regain a decent position, or at least a decent perceived position, position so that he can negotiate a better deal. The American Mind has an interesting article by David Goldman titled Five Myths About China. My first takeaway was that to defend Taiwan from Chinese invasion, Taiwan and the United States have to be prepared, but the act of preparing could be viewed as a provocation. He cites World War I as an example where when one side started to mobilize, the other side felt they had to preempt it and off we went towards war. Tidbits from the article. Taiwan has 2 million of its citizens working on the mainland and has invested $200 billion on the mainland. Imports from China to the U.S. account for 2% of Chinese GDP. Not huge. Imports from China increased 50% during COVID because of trillions of dollars in U.S. stimulus and we could not make the product. China does steal a lot of technology, but develops quite a bit as well. China has a low birth rate, which has often been cited as a problem. The author says the birth rate in Japan, Taiwan, and South Korea are all lower. Further, the author suggests the low birth rate in South Korea could be a driver towards reunification with North Korea, and that China will deal with declining birth rates by investing their surplus capital in other countries with higher birth rates. We have a deficit capital situation, by the way. The author argues that China can deal with Taiwan as it exists today, but can't accept the world dealing with Taiwan as a separate country. Further, he argues that China is a collection of entities that in the past is broken apart and could again. Quote, at best, a U.S.-Chinese war would trigger a global economic collapse and threaten the CPC's mandate in China, end quote. The author uses the Soviets' weaponry ability to dominate Israeli forces in 1973 as an example of where we are, and the Israeli forces' ability to dominate Soviet weaponry in 1982 of where we want to be. The difference, he says, was technology. And he argues that we need to increase federal funding of defense R&D to 1% from the current 0.3%. He also argues for prioritizing the sciences and engineering in college, changing priorities on defense systems, etc. I probably gave you more than you wanted on China, but I see China and how we deal with China as a huge driver. Russia more just if they are assholes. The size of the Russian economy is similar to Italy's, but Russia does have nukes and attitude. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.